Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. I spun around, tugged it back, and the controller spun like a flail and smacked him right on the nose. <laughs> Shot a million times. None of them. That's gonna leave a mark. Hello, friends, and welcome back to Red X, your source for the freshest daily cringe content anywhere on the internet. Promise, swearsies, it's just a fact, and it's totally science. Uh, go ahead and look it up. <laughs> Thanks in advance. Today we're jumping into the R slash neckbeard stories. Hooray! I found a bunch of uh, M Saga posts that seem like they go together. They're like subtitled the early years. So maybe we can kind of organize this M Saga thing at least a little bit, even though it's really kind of a mess to sort through. <laughs> at least I know that this part should probably go somewhere near the beginning. We'll get to learn all about M and what he was like as a little baby neckbeard. <laughs> and then the, the sad part is, you know, later on, and he never changes. He's just a, a horrible human being the entire time. I'm still a, a little bit, you know, wonky. I basically did nothing but sleep yesterday. Uh, but I think that I can hold it together long enough to get through a relatively short video. So that is uh, just what we're going to try and do today. <laughs> Thank you so much for, for joining me. I hope that uh, the tales can still be enjoyable, even if I'm, you know, not necessarily at 100%. It is what it is. Ain't no sick days on YouTube, as I said. <laughs> so uh, let's go ahead. We'll get some plugs and disclaimers out of the way. And then we will dive right into some of this neckbeard stories. Cringe. M. The early years. The better astronaut. <laughs> yeah, I saw a movie that had like Matt Damon in it or something, right? He's a Martian, right? Uh, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> what is he doing? I always loved reading and writing. Oh, me too. It was no different and probably more of a focus in those early years. I would hide in the classroom during recess and sometimes lunch and I would read while hidden under a desk. I wanted to be a fiction author since my pre-teens and even got special permission from a very cool teacher to share episodic stories that I wrote once a week to the class. It felt very good at that age to hear applause even if it was prompted by a teacher. Now that is really nice. You got the teacher like encouraging you to follow your dreams and whatnot. I like that teacher already. This is where M came in. 
noticing me walking from the computer lab with my holes on the side that needed to be peeled off printed story, and he stopped me one lunch period. You think you're a writer? You're a killer! <laughs> yep, he was quoting Full Metal Jacket, sort of uh, absent-mindedly, as if he was the boss of me, and sadly, perhaps he was at the time. He pulled my work out of my hand and immediately gave a lopsided smirk. What the hell is this? It's my story. It's such generic garbage. He courteously crumbled it up and threw it into a puddle right in front of me. Then, as if he was my friend, put an arm around me and walked me back to the computer lab. See, he's definitely trying to make it feel like buddy-buddy, but what he's actually doing is trying to make himself feel better that he's not capable of doing the things that OP is capable of doing. I don't know how good the stories are, if they are actually generic, but the teacher let OP read them in front of the class, so it's kind of like his thing, you know? Don't let M ruin your thing. And M says, hey, you don't want to be generic, right? No, I guess not. He made the following changes to what I had saved on the computer. Yes, the computer had a hard drive, which was a big deal to me at the time. Don't all computers have a hard drive? Is this story written wonkily, or is it just my brain that's not able to absorb this properly? <laughs> okay, so um, the astronaut that I was writing about was made to be disgruntled. He explained what that meant. He was the only scientist that was there because he was smart. Everyone else that was there was only there because they were lazy, gossiping women. What is happening right now? <laughs> Every time he wanted to do science, I wasn't sure how to show science because the short story was originally going to be about visiting an asteroid orbiting Earth and about the tiny creatures he befriended that lived on the tiny planet that was just the right size for them. He was told that he couldn't because there wasn't enough money for science, only for paying for the lazy women. What? <laughs> this is not making sense to me. OP trying to flex his writing skill, but it feels like a mess, man. <laughs> I'm trying so hard to make sense of it. Ugh, the asteroid was allowed to stay, but instead of being a benign race of inexplicably sentient microbes, the stupid women non-scientists visited the asteroid first because uh, ladies first was the NASA policy. They got infected by the microbes, which made them hysterical and even more crazy, and they started chasing the male astronaut around the space shuttle. Not a lot of room to chase anyone back and forth, but uh, bear with him. M just saw aliens for the first time, so of course the astronaut blew them all out of the goddamn airlock. The end. Okay. <laughs> that was horrible. Thanks so much. It's like a, a harem fan fiction, but in space. <laughs> Great. I hate it. Thank you. I didn't read my story out loud. At the time, it was because I was in awe of M, I admit. What I wrote seemed so generic, so sissy compared to the cool action thing that he wrote for me. But I didn't want to read what wasn't mine, so I just sat back down when the teacher called on me. It feels to me like an abject disaster. I don't know how you convinced yourself that that story was better than whatever the hell you had written. <laughs> this is not good.
And yeah, needless to say, I wouldn't have read that crap in front of the class either. <laughs> she didn't ask me later if I wanted to write another story the next week. She must have thought that I had sort of just lost the enthusiasm for it. Either that, or I looked demoralized. It's good that she didn't call on me because I gave up on writing for years afterwards. It might be hard for some of you to remember, but a well-timed, dream-crushing judgment made to an impressionable kid at the right time can really discourage that kid. I took up writing again right around the time that I was getting pissed at him in high school and realized that, uh, he wasn't the boss of me. At least until he took over the D&D groups, but, uh, that's another story. Well, we didn't get a whole lot of a glimpse at what it was that OP had written that was so generic, but it feels to me like M's story was far more generic than anything else that could have been written. <laughs> it's like, okay, yeah, we got a space harem and aliens, and then we kicked him out the airlock, the end. And somehow OP convinced himself that that was good. That was better than what he had written. Which is just ridiculous. Have some faith in, in yourself and what you're passionate about. Although I do understand, uh, as a kid, it's all about experimentation and, and finding what you're passionate about. So, okay, maybe OP didn't necessarily have the fire in his belly that it took to become a writer, at least at that time. But he did get back to it eventually, once he realized that M was not out to help him. So, all's well that ends well, I suppose. It kind of feels like this post was put together weirdly. I had a lot of trouble making sense of it, but maybe my brain is just not functioning properly. <laughs> I don't know. You guys will have to let me know what's going on in the comments. We'll just jump into the next story and see if I can uh, put that one together just a little bit better. M. The Early Years. The Secondhand Bully. Man, Bully is a pretty good game, though. <laughs> Doesn't matter if you buy a second hand. So, uh, M was not a bully in his early years. Not directly, anyways. He had his bullying done through influence. Finding people not to his liking and building a case to turn the rest of the classroom against them. It's like some mean girls type of shit, isn't it? <laughs> One such poor soul I shall call Lamb, as in the sacrificial lamb that helped maintain M's relative popularity and prevented the bullies from turning on him. Lamb was closer to my age than M's, and he was in the grade between mine and M's in elementary school. He was what would now be called a sensitive kid. He wasn't volatile, far from it. Almost nothing got under his skin, and I never saw him get angry. But he was so meek and mild that something about that made him a target of M's. Well, yeah, bro, that's kind of what bullies do. They pick on the easy targets. They don't want somebody who's going to fight back, right? You can be meek and mild, but you also have to be ready to punch someone in the nose if it comes down to it. <laughs> As was the fashionable thing to hate back then, M spread the rumor that Lamb was gay and that he wanted to kiss this person or that person. And it didn't help that Lamb was one of the holdouts that still brought Valentine's Day cards to the other kids in class with candy and the like. For many in that grade level, it was gay, even if a girl did that. Aw, poor Lamb. He seems like a pure soul. Why not buy everybody Valentine's cards? Although these days you gotta be really specific. You'd be like, I love your completely platonic friendship. <laughs> Uh, just just take the lollipop and get out of here. 
M made a big deal during lunch break about Lamb's approach. His bag's full of Gaylord cards, he'd say to one of the resident bullies. That bully charged him and lifted him up and threw Lamb over his shoulder, making his open backpack content spill out all over the concrete floor. Yes, as M had feared, Valentine's cards all over the place. Bro, I want to pick Lamb up and hug him. He doesn't deserve any of this. He's just trying to be a good boy. He's a wholesome young man bringing candy for his friends and also uh, people who are not his friends. Lamb doesn't play favorites. Ah, he deserves so much better. But you know, children can be cruel, I suppose. M was so proud of himself that he would tell and retell his heroic intervention that prevented Lamb from handing out candy to his class. Yay, hooray for you, you ruined everything. <laughs> Lamb's real name began with an L, and before the internet, memetic ideas spread the old-fashioned way by, uh, you know, saying them out loud. <laughs> Indeed, oral traditions are the finest traditions. So, of course, signaling an L didn't mean loser, it meant lamb. M got recess and lunch groups to start doing the L sign to lamb. He wasn't in on it, so he'd smile and wave back. He felt recognized, and bless his heart, he didn't seem to figure out what it was that was happening. God, he's just too pure for this world. Why, lamb? I'll totally be his friend if it wasn't super inappropriate for a 30-year-old man to be friends with a child. <laughs> this all came to a head near the end of the school year. While it was expected for everyone to bring treats for the numerous parties that each class had, M proudly told me that he warned Lamb's class that he had AIDS and was trying to spread AIDS with AIDS-contaminated punch that contained Lamb's blood. <laughs> God, dude. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And now you see why I chose that name for this story. Lamb blood? <laughs> What's happening? Oh my god. The teacher somehow got in on it, was alarmed, and I saw Lamb standing in front of the gate outside the classroom, pouring out a bottle of punch that he had brought for the class. Even then, he wasn't angry, he just looked sad. He was the sacrificial lamb that kept M in the middle school hierarchy instead of getting his ass beaten in as he probably deserved. It's pretty shocking to me how good M is at manipulating people. Although he lacks a lot of social graces, for some reason he just seems able to bend other people to his whim. OP, the other bullies in the class. Ah, I feel so bad for Lamb, bro. I hope that he's doing great whatever he's doing in his life. This is a pretty hard one to stomach. I mean, in the moment, you probably don't think too much of it as a child. You're just like, okay, that was a thing that happened. But I can imagine decades later looking back and being like, bro, that was pretty messed up what happened. <laughs> and I've had a few situations like that.
My first grade teacher used to put this fat kid named Jeremy in like a crib and make him suck his thumb and stuff like that. And like in the moment, I'm just like, yeah, it seems pretty weird, but I guess this is what people do. And then looking back, I'm like, Jesus, that was that was horrible. <laughs> that teacher was a monster. And yeah, I hope Jeremy's doing all right, too. Although I do rest a little bit easier in the knowledge that people that get bullied generally do better in life than the bullies, like, later on down the road. So, Jeremy, you're gonna be alright. Lamb, you're gonna be alright. M, uh, you're in for a bunch of misery. And I will not shed a tear. Let's, uh, jump into another story. Uh, see how it goes. <laughs> M, the early years. Birthday party. Dental plan. <laughs> what? My brain is totally just like short circuiting. So this one is by popular demand. As I mentioned elsewhere, M grew up in the same neighborhood that I did. He was a few years older than me, but even then, everyone on the block seemed to know him first and I only seemed to know people through him. That is unfortunate indeed. Gatekeeping these friendships. <laughs> I remember, for example, one such friend's birthday party. Super Mario Bros. 3 just came out, and if you were around back then, you might remember that it was nearly impossible to find for sale anywhere. Hell, my own copy was purchased way over box price from a demo console at a local electronics store by my parents, but back to the story, yeah, this friend of mine had his copy of Mario 3. Didn't it get hyped up by uh, The Wizard, that movie with Fred Savage? <laughs> is that Mario 3? I'm pretty sure it is. Probably a big reason why it was so difficult to go and find. Everyone wanted to play it. Everyone at his party. The poor kid was swamped with other kids, which included me, all wanting to play Mario 3. So his mom said, Okay, each of you gets to play once. If your guy dies, you have to hand over the controller. <laughs> it was a pretty decent deal for Mario 3 hungry players. The game was really something back then. It was hyped, but looking back, it earned the hype. The kids played, I waited. I was near the back of the line. It was World 2 in the desert by the time the controller, sweaty and hot, was handed over to me. And yeah, I gotta say, uh, most Mario games do live up to the hype. They will stand the test of time. <laughs> and, uh, of course, enter M. Right on time, I do suppose. <laughs> he saw what we were playing, having come late, and he saw what I was doing. He saw that I was trying to concentrate, having watched what other people were doing, and having experience with previous Mario games for what that was worth. It was that damn quicksand level where the sun swoops down and tries to kill you. Yeah, we know it well. <laughs> M breaks the relative silence, saying, Die! Die! Die, 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 die! 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 Don't let him get you tilted, OP! You use this as motivation to, uh, stick it in his face. You're like, hey, guess what? You wanted me to die? I beat it. You can't stop me! M did start a relatively successful chant. Others started chanting. And that sun swept down and got me. M, not even knowing or caring who got the controller next, reached out for it. To be more exact, he tugged the cable with an angry expression, like I had stolen something from him. 
I spun around, tugged it back, and the controller spun like a flail and smacked him right on the nose. <laughs> this shot a million times. None of them! That's gonna leave a mark. I did it on accident, but I was pretty pissed off. M. I'm bleeding! <laughs> he squealed with a broken high-pitched shriek, with a tiny red bit on his nostril, face deep red in a hurry, and of course, tears flowing. The birthday boy's mom sent me home, very pissed off at me. <laughs> I was so angry. The rest of the day, I was trying to process what happened. Looking back, I thought, damn, I wish I had done that on purpose. That's the closest thing I can remember to me actually hitting him, for those who were asking. Oh my god, you hit him in the face with the controller? Was the controller okay? <laughs> See, that's a joke, because uh, I'm actually concerned about the controller's well-being more than M's. He just seems like endlessly insufferable. I don't know how you two lasted for so long. I'd like to think that maybe he learned a lesson from all this, but that seems pretty doubtful, considering all that we know about M and the shenanigans that he goes on to create, which uh, we'll probably get into again at some point later on down the road. I rather do enjoy the M saga, even though it is really, really hard to put together. <laughs> the story's just all over the place, not very well organized, but hey, at least we got the early years out of the way, and uh, <laughs> that seems like a win to me. I hope that you guys enjoyed the episode. If you did, I hope that you like, comment, and or subscribe, friends. Yes, maybe share the video around if you should like. I would definitely appreciate that. We've also got all kinds of links, plugs, playlists, podcasts down in the description. We've also got my social medias, of course, Twitter, Discord, Facebook. Hooray! There is, of course, also my Patreon and my gorgeous, wonderful, beautiful, generous patrons. I'd like to thank them Jerry, Jerry much as I do every episode. So thank you. Robert Waits, Camille, Sarah, Jarhead, Jerry, Oorah, Logan Wolf, Conrad Inge. Hey, yo, Mr. Red X, sir, did you forget to put my Red X in this new spicy flu fun bugs redeemable for 30% of value in per... It gets cut off at the end. I don't know what it says. <laughs> oh, well. Captain Cloud, Jerry, Hong Kong, Aaron W, Twisted Child, Sarah Wanna Wash, Cinema Susie, For All Lang Sign, Fire Drake, Giggle Jerry, Irary, Ginnitsa, Yeridge, Difficult, Kisnom, at... <laughs> Maybe I got that. Jari, the pirate, Silent Revolver, the original Jerry, Jerry, Jerry's Kitsune, Satori, 211 Jerry, the return of Jerry, a Jerry of jubilantly juggling Jerry's, a Jesse Jarconian Jerry, I got it this time, <laughs> Aludia Demonista, Althea Blue, Ananaki, Arthur Henry, also known as Metal Factor in the comments. We got Assassin Punk Jerry, Bang Bang, Atheist Jerry, he's so euphoric, Aurora Wildheart, Grizzly, Bailey Joy, Bearded Jerry, watch out for that guy, <laughs> Mitch Gremlin, Blade the Hero, Blameless Fish, Blip Blue Jerry, Blue Dubs, Commander J Tank, Dayton does Dayton doesn't? How dare you? <laughs> Dennis Dayton, uh, Dinosaur Nightlight, Disposable Waifu, Dr. Larks, Welcome to the Fold, Emergent Jewel, Aaron Lennox, Frozen Over Studio, Gypsy, Hadrian BR, have a minty New Year, Jerry's. I'm Slim Jerry, yes, I'm the real Jerry, all you other Slim Jerry's are just imitating Irish pirate, top of the morning to ya. <laughs> Itchy nuts, uh, just scratching, bro, a pimp named Jay Crisp, yes, you have to say the whole thing. <laughs> J.M. Coon, Jennifer Shaver, Jerry Smith's Barbatus Services. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that means, really. Jerry Blacktail, Jerry Nice, Jerry Evil, Jerry the Small Jerry to the other Jerry's, Jerry the Outlaw Mother Trucker, Hong Kong, Jerry's a race car driver, but a race in the blue today, seven super and a blue head gasket. Oh, look at that animated GIF profile picture. I didn't know we could do that. That's awesome. <laughs> John Hero, John Jerry, Jingleheimer Schmidt, Simbufa, Judge Jerry, I am the beard. <laughs> KJW, Kajow, Kruhi, Miss Monday, Lord Jerryo, Leader of the Thunder Jerry's, and my lady Dex. Still a Jerry, just, just a boring one. <laughs> Marble Cake Jerry, Jack and Drew, Melgar the Destroyer, Mr. J, not a fan of trigger happy mods. 
It happens from time to time. The rules are easy enough to follow. Mr. Carrot 797, Mikola, Dimikiev, Natari, Needless King. He don't need nothing. <laughs> Nightmare Jerry. Or Gabby Jerry Steve. Patriot Say the Chicken Nuggets Sink. Jerry. Phantom of the Pines. Jerry Kins and Jerry Beth. Ram Tide. Lacrimates. Rose. Jerry Miller. TSM Kirby. So Rita the Lolita. Sassy Octopus. Silo Imp. <laughs> Staples, aka Jerry Yeet. Stephanie Goodner. Synaptic Boomstick. Brilliant Tamago. Teddy the Police. Ten Ton Monster. The Token Trans Queen. Jerry. Uh, funny name pending. <laughs> Yo, we'll workshop it. Uh, the one Drew Fusky. <laughs> he loves that voice. Tom, but it's the Jerry on the inside that counts. Viking. Jerry, Will Max, Comrade Mooney, Kira, you're a wizard, Jerry, Redwing, Deuces Honk, Jerry, Atric, Naga Viper, Side Jerry, the Cyborg, Saints Blessing, a normal Jerry, a blueberry's a strong contender, but nips on the bud, dingleberries don't count because they're not real berries. <laughs> a fine point. Hunter of Jerry's devour of all things tasty. It is Tom, Admiral T Tank, Amara, an unfortunate nookie survivor. <laughs> Atomic Jerryzilla, AZ, Babsy Coon, Banish Knight, Barbushka's Radiated Jam, Bartender Kirlia, welcome to the fold. Broken Spine Horseradish, by the power of onion smell, they beard, I have the fedora. <laughs> It's a He-Man reference. Cake Jerry, that's the original different Jerry. California Jerry Girl, hooray! Chevron 7 locked. Corporal Emerald Lieutenant, Private General, Tiger Princess, Furry Worry, Woo Jerry, got it, so science. Cryptidies, <laughs> Cuban Jerry. Devon Jerry, Dopamine Dane Jerryus. Electrical Funny, Ghost of Alpha, He Knot, HMT Mayor, Holy Berry Jerry, Hydra Jerry Solman, A. Scarl Solman lives on. Jeffrey, Jeffrey, Jer Alt of Rivia. <laughs> Jerry and Tom versus Happy New Year's Web Apocalypse. Jerry and the Sussy Baka. Jerry's mom has got it going on. Jerry Old Rivera, you <laughs> check out that mustache. Jerry Bean, yum. Jerry Roxas, yay. Jerry's SDI still tracing the transit van that was rumored to contain a shipment of baubles. We gonna get him yet? Jerry role playing game. Judge Jerry and executioner. Kid Marvelous, killing owl. King Tom, Kitsikin, life of Guardian, Little Land, once Lucia Lovecraft, M M Machia, CD. <laughs> Maybe next time. Milkfed Gimp, Miss Duchess, not invisible angel. I see you. One leg Jerry found a key is some pancakes. Now with Sue and IHOP. <laughs> or Game of Cam. Ghosty, Rapid Art. She's my Jerry Pie. Good drink of Mandu on a bit surprise. Sheep Steve, Snary Nest, Snom Jerry. Spoony the Rogue. Spooky, scary Jerry Tons is relevant all year round. <laughs> my voice is cracking. Oh no. Steampunk Ellie. Techno Dubs. The Gaslighting Jerry. Why do you keep calling me Terry? I'm losing my mind. <laughs> the Necro Jerry Con. The original Jerry. Not. To Infinite Jerry and beyond. Definitely. Tuna Fish Jerry managed to escape from Admiral Khan's Tuna Cannery. The next challenge, exfiltrating Neckbeard Row. Tom, promise Jerry swears all oh, no bad Jerry, Tom Beagle Boy. Those swears just a fact. So size, go look it up by it. I mean, another Red X video. Thanks so much. <laughs> and also thank you to my $1 patrons. Beautiful people that they are. Ah, end of the month is coming right up. <laughs> I, I seem a little bit um, lackluster in this episode, but I hope that you guys don't mind it too much. Hopefully within the next day or so, I'm going to be back to normal, you know? But we'll see how it goes. Obviously, I do hope some other people uh, will support on the Patreon. But if you can't do it right now, don't sweat it too hard, friends. I just appreciate you coming on through, hanging out with me. And I hope that you'll come on back and hang out with me again tomorrow. In order to do so, you need to keep yourself safe out there. Wash your hands. But also, take some time out and do something that you personally enjoy today. Maybe like, go uh, watch some old Red X videos. Thank you. <laughs> Always remember, friends, that you are loved, you are worthy, and you definitely, definitely deserve it. I shall see you in the next one, and until then, bye-bye.